Welcome back to Round the Cauldron. I'm Megan. This podcast is produced every Monday, sometimes educational, sometimes philosophical, and always honest. Remember to follow the show on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Round the Cauldron, on Twitter at Round the Cauldron without the D, and at my website, roundthecauldron.com. You can also help support this show by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. If you can't pledge anything or you don't want to, that's 100% okay. I would also just appreciate if you shared the show with your friends, family, and whoever else you think would listen. That helps me out too. Are you ready to hop into today's topic? Grab some coffee, pull up a seat, and join me around the cauldron. So if you want to help support the show, um, you can join me on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, patreon.com slash roundthecauldron. I also have a shop. If you go to roundthecauldron.com slash shop, you can get tarot readings, and I also make some pretty awesome crochet things, um, crystal pouches, scarves, hats, um, meditation shawls. I'm working on some beautiful meditation shawls. My shop is currently updated every full moon, but I might change that to like once every two weeks. Not sure. I haven't completely decided yet. Um, And also started this new thing where um, if you don't want to sign up on Patreon and you don't want to purchase anything from the shop, but you still want to help support the show, you can support the show for the price of a coffee. Um, so go to this link down here. I don't have it memorized yet, but I will put it here somewhere. I'll also put it in the description. Um, and for podcast listeners, uh, the link will be in the show notes. Um, also, podcast listeners, uh, this doesn't really apply if you're watching this on YouTube, but for podcast listeners that don't watch the episodes on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed to my YouTube channel because there are some things that I post over there, some videos and stuff that um, only go on YouTube. So, for example, I just started this new series called uh, Talk Tarot With Me. Those are going to be videos that are YouTube exclusive. Um, I might link to them on my website or embed some of the videos on my website. I'm not sure. Um, But if you want to make sure that you don't miss those videos, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, um, youtube.com slash whatever it is, because I don't have enough subscribers for uh, my own URL yet, but podcast listeners, the link to my YouTube channel is in the show notes. And don't forget, um, any purchase made in my shop, roundthecauldron.com slash shop, 15% of those proceeds are donated to Johns Hopkins Sjogren's Syndrome Center in honor of my mom, who was uh, diagnosed with Sjogren's Syndrome back in um, August of this year. So, That is that so far. um, I just started in August so far. I've been able to donate 75 cents. Um, Donations will be made at the end of the year, so it'll be donated in a lump sum. And I'd really appreciate if you could go on there and um, help me reach my goal of donating $100 by the end of 2019. So again, that link will be in the description and in the show notes. And it is roundthecauldron.com slash shop. Okay. Now that all of that's out of the way, <laughs> uh, it's it's been weird. I have, okay, so I have family visiting right now um, when I'm recording this, and it's just been weird. It's been a crazy week. 
and I, my brain is, is scattered right now. Um, but what I wanted to talk about today is the idea behind communication. And this goes along with my Thoughtful Thursday post from last week, two weeks ago. I'll link to it. Um, but this, it goes along with that because since my brain has been super scattered lately, um, I've been finding it really hard to communicate not only internally within myself and do a lot of self-reflection. Um, sorry if you can hear that. My dog is snoring in the background. <laughs> um, yeah, he's an old man. He's going to be 13, so he's snoring. Um, anyways, yeah, did self-reflection and shadow work, but also communication with the gods. And that's been something that's been really difficult for me lately. But I wanted to sort of talk about it because it seems to be an aspect that is not necessarily overlooked in a lot of people's practice, but looked at from the wrong angle. So let's let's talk about what communication is. So communication just regular definition, not even, not even talking about it from a religious perspective. It's going to be like, obviously talking, um, listening. And then you have things like texting for those of us who text and, um, email, social media and writing letters and blog posts and journals. And that's all a form of communication. Okay, and when taken from just your your typical perspective, most of us feel like we are fairly adept communicators. We can talk and we can listen. But are we really? Are we really good communicators? So the, one of the biggest aspects of communication that seems to be lacking in just even regular communication is, yeah, we might listen, but we're listening to respond and reply, and we're not listening to understand. So I could be having a conversation with someone, and they're listening and nodding along, but the whole time they're doing that, they're formulating their reply in their head or in their thought process, or they're picking apart different ideas and things that they want to make sure that they talk about when they have a chance to talk. That is poor communication. That is when things can go awry and misunderstandings happen or, or forgetting things happen. Um, it even happens with me internally. I'll be writing something down, um, taking notes and my brain is just off in space thinking about something else. That is poor internal communication with myself. I'm not paying attention to what I'm doing um, actively. I'm not being mindful to the situation and I'm letting my mind wander. And that's how I forget things. And that's how I lose my train of thought. <laughs> and it, it happens a lot, but this, this also happens in communication with other people. So before we can take a look at it from a spiritual or a religious perspective, 
we really need to make sure that we are capable of communicating with other people on that level of listening to understand and not listening to respond or react. So once we have that down, um, and it can be hard, it can be really hard to sit there and actively listen to someone to understand what they're saying and not think about what you're going to say next. That can be hard. And I think it comes from the fact that we're we're constantly wanting to go, 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 go. What's next? What am I doing next? What am I going to say next? What am I thinking next? What's going to happen next? And when you stop and you actively listen to someone with the intention of understanding what it is that they are saying, it slows everything down. But that's not a bad thing because our brains process millions and millions of different stimuli all at once on a regular basis. So, for example, just me sitting here speaking to you through my camera, my brain is processing the camera lens. My brain is processing my hand movements and it is making me aware that I talk with my hands and I move my hands a lot when I speak. Um, I am aware of my dog snoring in the background, of the tree moving through the window, of my ferret asleep, of all the colors. I'm aware of everything. Everything. And when we take those conversations and we are speaking with someone, if you're not being mindful of the conversation then you're going to miss a lot. And you might not even realize that you miss a lot because your brain is focusing on what you're going to say next or it is focusing on the car horn honking or people walking by or the noise in the background. And the first step to good communication in a religious aspect is having good communication in a mundane aspect. So once you've got that part down, and you're practicing, you're practicing being an active listener, and you're practicing paying attention to what the other person is saying, then we can move on to applying this to our spiritual and religious lives. Now, being a good communicator, as far as religion goes, can encompass a couple different things. The first thing that comes to mind is if you have a partner, or if you have children, or a roommate, or you, you don't live on your own, um, you need to be a good communicator when you are asking for alone time to hold a ritual or meditate or cast a spell. You need to be able to communicate actively, speak clearly and concisely, um, and really communicate what it is that you need in that moment. But you also need to be willing to listen to the other person and make sure there's no concerns on their end and that if they have any questions that you can answer, that you answer them. Now, this isn't necessarily the time to uh, give into their curiosity if they have questions about what do you believe or what are you doing or, you know, what is the spell for? What's that smell? You know, that's not really the time for those sorts of questions, but this is not the listening part of communication that you need to be good at. This is the actual 
communication, the actual speaking and saying what you want and what you need and why you need it in a way that other people can understand. Now, this also goes for if you have a conventional job, um, you know, you go to work, you have a boss, you have coworkers or whatever. You have someone that is above you at work. You need to use your communication skills in this aspect if you ever need to request time off for a religious purpose. Now, I want to make sure while mentioning work that you go back and watch my Wicca at Work episode. Um, It is an older episode, so the quality might not be that great. I do plan on redoing it. Um, But uh, podcast listeners, I will link to that video because it is a video um, and it's all about the EEOC and religious practice at work. Okay. Um, But speak clearly and concisely. Again, say what it is that you want, what it is that you need and move on from there. Now, another reason that you're going to want to communicate well and have these skills is for spell work, right? Because if you can't accurately say what it is that you want and be as clear and concise as necessary, that can leave you open for interpretation for whatever it is that you ask for. So this is why I don't like doing weight loss spells. Because you can just say, like, I want to lose weight. That's not, that's not clear enough. That's not specific enough. Because I can be like, yeah, I want to lose weight. And then I get into an accident and I lose my leg. Well, technically I've lost weight, right? <laughs> um, or maybe then you get really sick and you can't eat and keep anything down. You've lost weight, but not in a healthy way. So... Good communication skills can be really important in your spell work when you need to be very accurate and very specific about what it is that you're that you're um, wanting and why you're doing the spell. You want to be specific so you don't leave yourself open for all sorts of bad things that could happen if you're not specific enough, like saying that you want to lose weight and then losing your leg because that would suck. You know, that's obviously, hopefully that wasn't your intention. You're also going to want to have good communication skills when it comes to speaking with your gods, if you believe in or worship any gods. I know not everybody does. Um, But this is a big part of why I wanted to talk about this. Because I've been having an issue with the communication aspect of speaking with my, my gods, I needed to really figure out why. And I know, I know why on, on my part. And it's because I'm very scatterbrained and I really got a lot going on right now. Um, so that's sort of blocking, blocking me basically from being able to express the things that I want to express. Um, but having good communication is also being able to express gratitude, um, disappointment, anger, happiness, joy, all of those things in a tactful way when dealing with gods. 
Because, I mean, you're allowed to be disappointed at them. You're allowed to be angry with them. But you should never be disrespectful. Never be disrespectful to the gods. And having good communication skills is key, in my opinion, to being able to effectively communicate your feelings and the things that you want or need from your gods in return for whatever it is that you're offering. Now, on the flip side of this, we need to be able to actively listen to the responses that we are getting from our gods. And this can vary based on the um, god or goddess, based on your tradition, um, the pantheon that the deity comes from, your status as, you know, your economic status or um, even like in for me, the status of my mental health. That is all going to vary. All of it is going to vary. It'll be different for every single person. Now, because of my experience with my mental health and the different mental illnesses that I've been diagnosed with, Actively listening to the gods, for me, is hard because I know my patterns and I know when, you know, when it's just my mental health acting up or my OCD playing loops over and over and over again in my, in my head, um, giving me these obsessive thoughts or seeing symbols everywhere. You know, that is part of the pattern of my mental health. So for me to be able to separate mental health logic and religion, it gets hard for me. So that's why I struggle with the listening aspect um, when it comes to the gods. That's also part of the reason why I enjoy tarot, because it's not as muddled, I guess. I don't have to rely on external sources for the information when I have it in front of me. So when it comes to listening to the gods, there's a few things that you should do, in my opinion. The first is going to be learning how to trust your gut. Trust your intuition. If you think it's a message from from the uh, gods that you worship, it might be. Take note of it and see where it goes from there. If you think that it's not, take note of it still, um, but move forward from there. Um, you know, listen to elders in your tradition. What do they have to say about the situation? Ask around, ask questions. Um, I don't really want to say, you know, ask for another sign because then then your, your mind is going to be actively looking for one and that can be bad. So don't necessarily say, you know, I just saw a butterfly. Is, is that you? Can you do, can you do it again? Um, because then you're going to be looking for that and you might confuse natural things happening around you as messages from the gods. Now, in that respect, 
when you're looking for signs and symbols, keep nature in mind. You know, keep keep nature in mind with the fact of what's going on in the natural world around you. Uh, for example, if I were to go outside and say the goose is uh, sacred to a god that I worship. Okay, let's we'll just use that as an example. Um, and I go outside and all of a sudden a big flock of geese are flying over me and they're honking. Okay, I'm not going to look at that as a sign because where I live, it is migration season for these geese and they are flying around everywhere right now. So not everything around you is going to be a sign from the gods and you need to be aware of the things that are happening around you, what's going on um, as far as um, migration season, uh, natural things that happen in your area, and really just be aware of all of that before you decide that that goose flying over your head is a sign from your god that you need to give an offering. Okay, keep all of those things in mind because not everything has a spiritual or religious aspect to it. Sometimes it's just the way that is in nature. Now, because I have at least one mental illness, um, I've been diagnosed with four, um, I really feel that I need to speak about religious communication while having a mental illness. Now, this part gets not necessarily confusing, but it can be a little hard to talk about uh, because it's it's all my own personal experience. So, you know, don't don't take everything that I say as fact. If it applies for you, that's great. I'm glad I could help. If not, then um, you might want to find someone who has the same mental illness as you and move forward from there. I said that a lot. <laughs> I've said that a couple times in this episode. Um, you might want to find someone that has the same mental illness from there and ask for their help and see what they do to help them discern mental health from religion. Okay. So for me, I have major depressive disorder. I have generalized anxiety disorder. I have PTSD and I have a mild case of OCD. Okay. So those four things really affect the way that I practice and the way that I can listen and speak. Oh, I just realized that this is turning around. Boo. Um, see, uh, I get distracted. <laughs> um, but they don't, they don't just affect my daily life in doing the mundane. They affect my religious practice a lot. Um, so, for example, when I am having a depressive low, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to shower. I don't want to pull a tarot card for the day. I don't want to do any spell work. I don't want to meditate. You know, I don't want to do anything. And... 
it's crappy. <laughs> it sucks. You know, I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, yeah, everything's peachy. No, it's crap. And I, you know, I've i been living with it for almost 28 years. So you'd think I'd be used to it now, but whatever. Um, but, but as far as communication goes, for me, one of the biggest things that affects my ability to interpret signs and symbols and messages from the gods is my anxiety and my OCD. Now, the anxiety, because sometimes I just get this feeling and I just get anxious for no reason. Now, I have trouble discerning, like, okay, is this going to, like, is this an anxiety attack? Is this going to be, is this going to turn into a panic attack? Is it just my anxiety? Or is something going to happen? Is is this a warning? You know, because that's happened to me before where it's like I get that feeling and I can't tell whether or not it's my anxiety or if it's a warning. And it turns out it was a warning and something bad was going to happen. So that's something hard for me to interpret. The other thing is with my my OCD. So now the way my OCD works or I've come to figure out patterns or something. Um, my mind often loops things. So even when I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you guys and I'm recording, uh, if I don't pay attention to my train of thought, my mind will just latch onto one thought idea or even a word and try to play it back over and over and over again. And it's even hard in that aspect, like over and over and over. My brain wants me to just keep saying it, just keep repeating it. And that's why I repeat myself a lot too, I guess. Um, But my brain will latch on to specific thoughts and ideas and even symbols. And it's hard for me to discern whether or not this is my OCD misbehaving or if it's something I need to pay attention to from the gods or any of the gods that I worship or am researching or trying to build a relationship with. That's really hard. And I was recently talking to my sister-in-law about this briefly. We didn't go into too much depth, but you know, it's a, it's, it's difficult because I want so much to have that connection and just to have that faith. And I, I do most, most days, but when my mental health is misbehaving or I'm just having a bad day, it makes it really difficult to have that faith and hold on to that and know that even though I'm having a bad day, that doesn't mean that the gods aren't watching over me or that I can't effectively communicate with them or I can't effectively listen to them. I just have to know my patterns and figure out a different way to go about it. So, yeah. I guess that's it. So that would be my advice to you. Um, Trust yourself. 
know yourself, know your patterns, um, and learn how to effectively communicate the things that you want and need, but also how to effectively listen to understand and not listen to respond. So if you do anything else, or if you have any other tips for me or anyone else who might be watching this video or listening to this podcast, leave a comment in the description below, leave a comment on the page for the show notes and send me an email. Um, find me on all of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. And let me know what you think. Let me know what works for you. Let me know what doesn't work for you. Okay. I'd, I'd really love to hear that. Until next time, everyone. Bye.